Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dr. Cynthia Edwards-Haver is a psychologist with a practice in uh, Lackawanna County and Clark Summit, and I've asked her to join us. Um, Dr. Haver, my, my question is, this is not just a Matt Lauer story. There are a lot of people that kind of get that shock where someone that they love and care for, they hear something and it, it just throws them into a frenzy. How do they deal with that? Uh, it's a, it's it's very traumatic for everyone involved, and you know I think it's important for people to realize that that's you know a trauma for you know friends for family because it's the world up until that time as you knew the person is completely changed. So you look back now and you realize this person that you knew isn't necessarily the person you completely knew. How, how do you go through the, the the mental gymnastics of deciding? Is this a good person, bad disease, and do I stay with them? Am I done? I mean, that's a that's a tough, tough process, isn't it? It is. It's very difficult. I mean, especially when we, you know, we see it in friendships, like, you know, what happened today, but also in families. And people do go through, you know, disbelief, sadness, anger. You feel betrayal, sometimes denial. Um, and it's really a grieving process to look back and, and try and reprocess this whole relationship as you once knew. You know, I, I always ask you these tough questions, but for the people that might be relating to this right now, you know, they've, they've just found out that their their partner is, you know, using cocaine. They just found out that, you know, they're gambling. They just found out that, you know, so, so just something like that. Can they go through that alone or do they really need to work through that with, with a professional? I think it's really important to work through it with a professional because you can get stuck in your own grief or anger or denial. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, if the person that is in the family or a friend, you know, doing individual and possibly family therapy to work through the process together is very important. But it's definitely something that, you know, you should seek help from a professional. Now, Dr. Hover, uh, the church where I attend, there, there's a thousand people a week that go through the rooms they're working on addiction, AA, Narcotics Anonymous. And, and one of the statements that's made there is good person, bad disease. And so we're talking about the person who realizes their loved one might have this disease. But what about that person with the problem? Uh, you know, are, are they a throwaway? I mean, because that's, I mean, you can't compare it to Matt Lauer and all this stuff because the media, you know, throws it into a, a different genre here. But, but the person who does have that dark side, what do they do? How do they get out of that? very difficult. I mean, it's something we struggle with in the field of psychology. You know, if we look at something like, you know, someone who is, you know, sexually assaulting someone, there's a little bit more um, likelihood of recovery and treatment options. But when we're talking about something like sexual, you know, paraphilia, um, pedophilia, those are really hard to treat. And we really don't have a surefire cure for that. But I do think, you know, being able to go to someone to 
stop yourself from acting on those impulses is a possibility, and I highly encourage anyone that needs that to seek professional help for that. Last question, uh, kind of related and unrelated. Since our last conversation with you and since all of the news, have you seen more women come forward talking about their own trauma? I have. I mean, I've actually, you know, had phone calls recently from women that are 65 to 70 years old that have been holding this in their whole entire life. Um, so we have definitely seen an increase in people calling to seek help, which is a good thing. One last, last question. We had a text here. Ask her what she thinks of Harvey Weinstein and others going on a therapeutic seven-day trip. Is that going to help? <laughs> 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 wow. Um, yeah, I don't think a therapeutic seven-day trip is going to solve um, the problem of Harvey Weinstein. I mean, we know people that are in jail for this get intensive treatment, people in outpatient psychiatric facilities. I mean, this takes years to recover from. Yeah. Doctor, tell us again just where your practice is, how people get in touch with you, and I'm gonna, then I'm going to be grateful for your help because I know I interrupted her busy day again. No, oh, no, that's fine. I appreciate it. Um, my practice is in uh, Clark Summit, 400 South State Street, and my website is www.drcynthiahover, H-A-W-V-E-R, at Matt, or at, uh, dot com. I'm sorry. Okay. DrCynthiaHover.com. All right, Doc, thanks for letting me bug you again. Thanks for your insight. I'm grateful. Okay, thank uh, you. Right, Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.